0: Blessings of the day to you, and welcome to the Pragmatic Pagan Podcast, a podcast focused on nature-based witchcraft with a scientific twist. Episodes released weekly, including practical and ritual guides. Thank you to all the listeners who've reached out with personal stories or questions. Please keep them coming. Do you have a spell you want to learn how to do, or a specific topic you have questions about? Reach out. I want to share information that you find useful, so leave me a voice message via my Anchor podcast page, or find me on social media via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Check this show's bio for more info. Merry meet all. Merry meet all. I want to apologize for the lag in episodes. January has been a month riddled with loss for me and mine, and it has reminded me both the power of human connection in the gashing wounds of absence it is in these moments we as humans often seek faith faith in our spiritual connection to something or someone a place in the universe an understanding of our journey no matter what our faith entails grief will push it to its core i was raised in the words of desiderata we are all children of the universe no less than the trees and the stars you have a right to be here As it says, we are stardust, we are creation, and even in the cycle of life we must find solace because, funny thing, nature made humans to be resilient, to remember, to mourn, but to carry on, to pick up the pieces and realize that each one completes the puzzle of the universe. It is cyclical, and we too have our place in the spinning wheel of life. is one of the eight high holy days and one of the four cross-quarter fire festivals that lies between the solstices and the equinoxes. Celebrated on February 1st, the translation from Irish Gaelic means in milk, or in the belly, because the day was celebrated when the first goats began to make milk, signaling that birth and spring was on the way. Traditionally, this day begins the night before and is celebrated among Eastern European pagans as a celebration of the goddess Brigid, guardian of earth, home, poetry, art, healing, and the sacred flame. The goddess Brigid, translated as the Bright One, is said to take on three forms, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. In a similar aspect, the Celtic legends speak of a Celebera, a crone-like figure that is depicted as a wild hag during winter months. The Celebera is said to always be keening in grief, bringing tales of intense grief to pagan culture. Both of these traditions depict a three-phase female that transforms as the seasons pass. A beautiful metaphor for the changing seasons of Mother Nature. As Christianity converted many pagan holy days, Imbolc later became known as St. Bridget's Day. However, in this tale, St. Bridget was said to be a real girl with great agricultural knowledge who would go on to be the first nun of Ireland, and found the first monastery, giving up marriage and spending her time healing the poor. Other celebrations around this time include Candlemas, Groundhog's Day, and Lady Day. Wiccan traditions honor the celebration of the goddess Brigid with an effigy corn husk doll that is dressed and cared for during the day. Some Wiccans also move this holy day a bit closer to the first day of spring, which is usually around February 15th. In a nature-based, non-deity-focused practice, Imbolc is all about that first hint of spring. The first time, the days are noticeably longer, the light, a little warmer, and the nature all around us is starting to peek from under the shades. Now, it may duck back under and embrace a few more weeks of cold and dark, or it may be time to start sticking one toe in front of the other as the sunlight warms us from head to foot. This is all about the subtle transition, about setting yourself up for success in the weeks to come. It's about finding those pockets of sun and hope and holding space for yourself giving yourself time to appreciate the warmth on your skin and the extra light in the sky. Winter may not be done yet, but spring is itching to step in. In your own life, think about the goals and intents you have been harvesting since Yule. How can you set yourself up for success? Plant those seeds early so that you can reap the reward all year long. The easiest way to do this and I laugh a little because it's never easy, is to do a bit of spring cleaning. Get rid of what you don't need, discover what you already have, and think about the tools you need to accomplish your intents, both magically and practically. A good spring cleaning, both organizing and actual cleaning, is a great way to set the slate. Then, consider how a quick rearrange of your space might also plant some seeds for success. Maybe your desk shouldn't face the TV anymore. Maybe you need to form a nook to inspire your creativity. Our surroundings play a big role in our energy. Think about the concepts of Feng Shui. There are some great resources about how the placement of our spaces affects the flow of our energy. And since I have felt this firsthand, I can very much attest to its effectiveness. Ultimately, the space needs to work for you, but explore and break out of your usual box. Try a crazy layout, even if only for a week. Who knows what magic you might discover in the unexpected. Alright, witches, time to pull out your pen and paper and let's write down some practical ways to celebrate. You might begin with a good meditation and mindful moment. Focus on the intents for the coming year. What do you need to change in order to start two steps ahead of where you are now? What can you do to set yourself up to achieve your intents? Spend 10 minutes or so meditating on this idea, relating it back to your thoughts and intents, then going room to room, light a candle or turn on all the lights, bringing your space into the light, chasing out the shadows before you take on the day, really seeing into the darkness and the crevices, bringing all of that to light so that you can face it, clear it, and move on. Also, consider one or more of these activities to fill your day or ritual. Lay out your witchy tools to bask in those growing rays of the rising sun. Lay out a favorite outfit to get those good energy vibration filled in those same rising sun rays. Decorate your altar with fresh flowers, baby animals, or mini brooms or besoms. Begin your witch's grimoire. This is a record of your journey as a witch. It documents your thoughts, your successes, the pieces of your craft that you might want to be reminded of, or even one day pass down to another young witch. This becomes your magical legacy. Write poems and create art. Create anything, no matter how big or small. Consider the act of creation. It is a gift, a spark of an idea that ignites bigger change. If you aren't into art, pick a bigger world problem and consider how you might solve it. Engrave a large white pillar candle with your focus word or idea for the year. Mine this year is slow down. Spend time charging this candle with your vision of what that focus means to your life. Burn this candle and meditate any time you need to bring your intent back to the forefront. It will help you retune your energy just when you need it most. Select and germinate seeds to prepare for spring. Consider how you can charge and talk to them as they grow. Maybe this is for your outdoor garden or indoor greenery. Plants are so important in our practice. It's important to learn about and from them. Still carrying spiritual weight from the previous season, consider an ice melting banishment. Hold a piece of ice, visualizing any negativity forging with the ice, but then melting away as the ice melts in your hand with each drip you let go. Honor this holiday source and incorporate cheese, milk, and other dairy products into your feast for the day. Dairy substitute, almond soy, coconut milk, you name it, all of these are fine. It's the idea that counts here, and for some of us, we really just love a good excuse to eat cheese. And while all the previous ideas are great, I really do think this High Holy Day is about prepping your surroundings for the coming seasons, so start with a good spring organization and deep cleaning. Once that's done, consider how a rearrange of the space may spark new ideas or help you stay focused. Finish this project by energetically sweeping the space with your mini broom or your bigger witch's broom. Be sure to check out my episode on cleansing your space to learn more. Once you're done with your activities, once your space is organized, clean, and maybe a fun rearrange, step into the warm tides of water and wash away the work, the struggle, and any energy that came up throughout the day. We all know that organization and cleaning is tiresome work and it can dredge up all sorts of emotions. That's actually very okay and a big part of the process of why it's so good for you to do it. It forces you to evaluate everything again. It forces you to see and appreciate everything again to relook at the role it plays in your life and then make a positive choice about its continued role. As you let the water roll off your skin, let the day go. Emerge from the cleansing bath refreshed and ready to encounter your newly energized space. Casting a circle, calling quarters, and lighting a single white candle, meditate on your intents, on how you have planted the seeds for success in the coming seasons. Consider an energy-building activity like dancing, music, or any other act of creation. Let this energy build within your circle, and then when it feels as though the energy is fully accumulated. Push the energy out into your surroundings. Let your energy fill the space, crawling into every crevice, lighting up every corner. Make your space hum and glow with the vibration of your intent. Once you've released your energy, dismissed quarters, and closed your circle, bless your space by breaking of bread or crackers, and to honor the origin of the holy day, accompanying it with a dairy product like butter or cheese. Consider a glass of milk to accompany it Almond milk counts, and I love to accompany this with a nice warm winter stew and a creamy dessert. Merry and Bocal. Blessed be. Thank you for joining me this week. Please share this podcast with your witchy friends and help spread the word. Be sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons so that we can stay connected. Have questions? Shout out to me on social media. Merry meet, merry part until we marry meet again.